Welcome back to our Holidays on a Budget series. If you are having a humble Christmas like we are this year, there absolutely is a way that you can still prioritize fun family experiences. And in this episode, I'm going to break down how to avoid falling into that mom guilt trap this time of year and give you some ideas of how you can have tons of holiday fun as a family spending little to nothing. So get cozy. We are going to have a mom chat. And I think that you are going to walk away from today feeling hopeful for what this season can look like for you, no matter what your finances currently look like. Hey friend, welcome to Money Mindful Moms. I'm Krista Nalgian, wife and mom, and firm believer that moms with money skills will change the world. I know that you are sick of feeling limited by money, but you also don't want to wait until your kids are older to be able to do fun experiences with them. You want to find a way to transform your relationship with money once and for all. If you're ready to ditch debt, have overflow at the end of each month, and be able to spend money on what's most important to you, you're in the right place. Pop in those earbuds, go reheat your coffee. It's time to dive in. Hi friends. Well, the holiday festivities are well underway at this point, and one of the things that can really increase your spending this time of year is family experiences. And I was just thinking about this. I don't know if you have noticed this too, but the sheer number of holiday experiences being marketed to us has drastically increased over the last several years. I mean, when I think back on my childhood, you could like drive around and look at Christmas lights or you could take pictures with Santa at the mall. That was really about the extent of it. Now we have pancake breakfast with Santa and ice skating and hot cocoa nights and character meet and greets at retail stores, Christmas craft events, cookie decorating classes. I mean, the list goes on and on. And honestly, I have to hand it to business owners. They really are getting so creative with how to draw traffic to their businesses and As a business owner myself, I'm always looking for creative ways to create community and meet new people where they're at. So slow clapping it out for them. I really do think that that's great. That being said, as a consumer, there is so much coming at you this time of year. And if you're committed to staying on budget, you have a lot to filter through so that you can give your best yes to the things that are most important to you. So before we talk about specific experiences, though, I want to have a quick chat with my moms that are listening, which is presumably most of you. Mom guilt, you guys. Mom guilt can rear its ugly head this time of year. Our kids give us a hard time for sure if we have to say no to something, but we can also give ourselves a hard time too, right? You know, we see other people at all the things this time of year posting pictures on social media, and it can definitely cause us to feel some kind of way about it. You can just be going about your day, and then you see that your neighbor was posting pictures of her whole family on the Polar Express, let's say, the Polar Express in their matching jammies, drinking hot cocoa, and you know that she probably dropped like $100 per person to make all of that happen, which is way more than you can afford this time of year. And then all of a sudden, you're spiraling, and you're questioning yourself as a mom because that's not something that you're able to do. 
So this part is not something I can solve with a list of inexpensive experience ideas. This is a thought or a belief that you have to constantly, continually work on pushing past every time it pops up until those thoughts become less and less. Here's something that might help, though. Think back on your own childhood, and if you were lucky enough to have a good one, what did you love most about the holidays? Considering most of us didn't even have all those experiences that I listed as an option, most of you were probably like me, where there was just a couple of things, I would bet it was none of those things. For me, when I think about what I love most about the holidays growing up, I loved making the drive to my great-grandmother's house on Christmas Eve. It was a tradition, and we would get to see family that we didn't get to see that often. And she had some delicious jello salad. Like, it was it was bomb. And I remember Christmas Day, we would go to my aunt's house, and we would play the most epic game of hide-and-seek with my cousins for hours. Like, I'm sure the grown-ups loved it because they could just be in peace and the kids would just run off and play. I also remember my dad putting up Christmas lights and just being so proud of how our house looked, even though the guy across the street had 10 times as many lights and everyone that came in our court was there to see his house, not ours. But there was just something about the pride that I had as a kid helping my dad get Christmas lights up and just seeing that he was like working hard for us to get some things up. So what do you remember? Your kids are going to be just fine if they don't attend all the things this time of year. I promise. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, let's talk some practicals about how you're going to plan out what you're going to do this year and how it's going to fit into your budget. I'm going to walk you through an exercise to figure this out, but before you do, I highly suggest first asking your family what they want to do for the holidays. You know, so often we are running ourselves ragged or maxing out our budget for things that our kids do not even want. You know, I asked my son this the other day. I asked him what he wanted most during this Christmas season, like what he wanted to do. And he said, I want to watch Christmas movies together and drink hot chocolate. That's it, you guys. That's it. So go ask them. You may be surprised by how much this helps you release all of those extras. So if you're at a place where you can do this, grab a pen and paper and draw a line down the middle. On the left side at the top of your paper, I want you to write in-home experiences. In-home experiences. And on the right side at the top, I want you to write out-of-the-home experiences. So we have in-home experiences and out-of-the-home experiences. So this is going to serve as like a brain dump like we did on the last episode. This is going to be the place where we start, okay? So under in-home experiences, this is where you're going to write down everything that you're thinking to do at home over the holidays. So ideas for this side of your paper could include things like baking cookies or any kind of baking, Uh, watching Christmas movies like my son wants to do, Uh, family game nights, crafts, decorating together, wrapping gifts together, I don't know, goal posters for the new year, if you have little traditions like that. 
making cards to drop off at a local nursing home. Whatever you want to be able to do that you can do from inside your home is going to be on that left side. Next, on the right side, under out of the home experiences, this is where you're going to put down anything that you want to do that requires you to go somewhere. So this could include Santa pictures. It could include Christmas shopping as a family, ice skating, going to the movies, any parades or festivals happening in your town, craft fairs, events, uh, maybe a special holiday dinner out or volunteering your time going to look at Christmas lights for sure, anything else that you want to do outside of the four walls of your home over the holidays is going to go on that side. Now, once you have them on two sides, you may notice that when you look at these two lists, the out of the home list tends to be more costly if you look at the lists as a whole. So if you are in a season where your budget is really tight This can be the year that you can lean heavy into your list of in-home experiences. Just from those examples that I gave, that would mean that you are baking cookies, you are watching Christmas movies, you're having a family game night, doing crafts, decorating and wrapping gifts together, making goal posters for the new year, and making Christmas cards for a local nursing home. Like that is a full list of experiences right there and it costs little to nothing. I'm not saying that you need to do these specific things that I'm mentioning, by the way, or that you even need to do that number of things. You may decide that you just have the capacity for a couple of things this year and that is totally fine. What I want for you to see, though, is just how much is available to you within your budget if you choose to focus on the right things. So now that you've got your two lists here, This is where we are going to start editing our list. So just because you wrote it down does not mean that you are automatically going to be doing it, right? So go through your list and start crossing things off. Just like we did in the last episode where we talked about asking yourself why you're saying yes to certain events, you're going to do the same thing with this list. Why is this experience on your list? Do you feel like you have to do this? Does this feel like an obligation to you or that in order for you to be a good mom, you have to do certain things? You know, this might be an unpopular thing, but we don't do Santa pics in our family. You know, we took our oldest maybe once or twice when she was really little. And I did it because I felt like we had to because everyone takes pictures with Santa, right? And when I was a kid, we always took pictures with Santa. But then I realized I hated waiting in the line for a long time and then paying so much for a mediocre picture that I just decided we wouldn't do it anymore. I released it and it freed me up to say yes to the things that I actually enjoyed and wanted to be able to do and to be able to create our own traditions within our family. So what on your list is my Santa picks? What are you doing just because you feel like you have to? Go through and cross those things off. 
Next, you're going to look at your updated list and ask yourself what you'd be okay with skipping this year. It doesn't mean that you're never going to do it again. It just means that you're not totally sold out on it for this year, or you can pick it back up again later if you decide to, but you would be okay with this year not doing that specific thing to free up money in your budget to be able to put it towards things that you really value more. So as you keep editing your list, you're going to get it down to your most important things. Here's where we're going to figure out if it's in our budget to do these things. We're going to put an estimated dollar next to each thing, just like we did in the last episode. It might be $0. It might be $100. Whatever it is, put that number there and total them all up. Is that number within your budget? Meaning you have the cash to pay for it? If yes, great. You have your list for the year. You're ready to go. If not, we need to rework this list until you are comfortable with the total and you have that cash to pay for it. We're not putting this on credit cards. We have the cash to pay for it. So what do you think? Are you feeling good about all of the things that you are going to be able to do as a family this year? There truly is so much that you can do that costs nothing. And as cheesy as it sounds, spending time together is the most important thing. So keep your eyes on what's most important. Keep the main thing the main thing. You are doing an amazing job, Mama. If this encouraged you, would you take a couple of seconds to share this episode with a friend? I am hearing more and more from people that Christmas feels different this year because things are tight for a lot of people. And I just want people to know that there is a way that your holidays can be the best ever this year, no matter what the state of your finances looks like. So please share this with a mom because it just might be the encouragement she needs if she's going through a challenging season. All right, I will be back here for some more humble Christmas tips on the next episode. If this podcast episode encouraged you, would you take just two minutes to rate and review the show? It really is the best way that you can say thank you. And while you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and post it on Instagram. Tag me in it because I would love to hear from you. It really is the best way that we can get the word out to other moms who could use some encouragement. I will see you back here real soon. Be blessed and have a powerful day.